This very special presentation of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes, the legend continues, and Main Event Weekend continues on. Now, I had this strange feeling, and, well, I didn't want to do it at first because I thought, and just to give everyone a heads up, I thought the main event will have an opportunity to pretty much show or listen to the entire match between CM Punk and John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011. But apparently it was a lot longer than what I thought. So I decided, you know what? We've got to give the audience what they want. We've got to give them exactly what they came to hear. You've heard the promos. You've heard my thoughts. You've heard everything you need to to hear. You've even heard everything of the match that took place. But we almost came to the conclusion of the match. So, with that being said, this episode is not over by a long shot. Money in the Bank is still going on 2011. So, if you stop where I stop, then you know what's up. But just in case you haven't, there was one part to the deal where John Cena was at the top rope. CM Punk was there. CM Punk hit a GTS, and John Cena was left outside. But what happened after that? Well, you'll find out right here. So, as I'm setting all this up right now, and everything's all being put into play right now, I stopped at the part where both John Cena and CM Punk are in the middle of the ring. John Cena is trying to get up, and he's about to get hit with the attitude. Of, uh, he's about to get hit with the GTS. So. In the next few seconds, I'm about to play. We're going to get on with this matchup. And we're going to get to the conclusion of this match between CM Punk and John Cena. The 2011 Money in the Bank. Here we... Well, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Press play now. And the top four. And look at Cena. Wisely rolls into the corner. Does not allow Punk to go for so right here, CM Punk is putting his knee pad down right here, limping a little bit. Oh, knee to the face once again, and holy shit! He got the GTS on John Cena, John Cena went to the outside, and CM Punk is like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Punk is going outside right now, trying to get John Cena in the ring. But man, Punk is exhausted. He doesn't know what to do. Uh oh! Wait a minute. Here comes Vince McMahon coming out right now along with uh, John Laurinaitis. And it's funny that at that time he was t- uh, head of talent relations, John John Laurinaitis. And then, just to kind of give everyone a heads up, he was fired a while back and then was rehired in 2021. The hell? I mean, this is Mr. McMahon's entire legacy John Cena is about to hit the STF. John Cena is trying to signal. Oh! 
John Cena stopped John Laurinaitis from his top, from his tracks, trying to ring the bell. And John Cena will have not not none of that. No way. John Cena just told the boss, not that way. We're gonna do it my way. It's CM Punk. Uh oh. CM Punk. Oh. God! Boy! I still remember how once once Punk won the title, I'm like, oh my god, he actually won. And the look on Vincent Mann's face, he's just like, oh my god, and Punk is just He's got the championship in the middle of the ring. Basically giving it to Vincent Mann. And Vincent Mann just has that look on his face where he's just in shock. And now he's looking at Punk all pissed off and everything. Oh my God. And Vincent Mann just, just like almost that desperate look on his face, and I keep wondering what, what the hell is he gonna do? And then here comes, here comes Vincent Mann going to the commentary table. Holy, what the? This is just crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's actually calling Alberto Del Rio to come out with the Money in the Bank uh, contract and CM Punk in the middle of the ring with the WWE Championship in his hands. <coughs> Here comes Alberto. And Scott Armstrong is just right there. And Alberto gets kicked in the head by CM Punk. This next part right here just, and I still remember it and I'm, as I'm watching this. Punk walking out with the championship, walking towards the crowd. That crowd was just going completely insane once Punk was going right up, carrying the championship, Vincent Man in the ring, CM Punk walking out with the championship. My God, this... It was a crazy, crazy night, you know, and and I gotta I, I gotta stop it right here. Um, it was amazing how all that went down, and you know, and I, you know, once he walked out with the championship, you know, I was uh, getting into the whole Facebook and Twitter thing at the time, and it was just amazing how all that went down, and 
you know, just crazy how all these years later, I mean, here we are, you know, you know, thinking about it. And, you know, at that time, and, and just to kind of reiterate on, on what has happened, um, just to kind of reiterate on what's going on here, um, CM Punk walks out with the championship, right? Walks out with it. And the next thing I remember, I was, uh, uh, at the time, I was on Twitter, I was on Facebook. It was blowing up like crazy on Twitter. Um, there was this part where, and I have the picture of it, and I may show it on the, uh, you may see it on the next episode, <laughs> or on this episode, whichever comes first, where there's a picture of the WWE Championship inside the refrigerator of CM Punk. When, um, when CM Punk left the arena with that championship, it was like, my God, I, I couldn't believe that that happened, right? I couldn't believe that, you know, this actually took place and, um, you know, and, and it happened the way it happened. So so then uh, I, I guess, and, you know, like I said before, I, I really wasn't expecting to do another part to this, but I felt that I'm obligated to do this because if, if the match was about <clears throat> counting the promo that I did, was probably 48 minutes long, maybe 38 minutes long. Well, actually, actually, the match itself was about maybe 30, probably 35 minutes, 40 minutes into the match, you know, not counting the promo and everything that I just did there. So then I decided, you know, screw it, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, just do what I can and, you know, try to make the most of it and make a part two of it, you know, just to make up for what's going on, which is exactly what I did. So... Punk was done with WWE, right? Punk was done with the WWE. But then there was a question that was laid out. Would Punk ever come back? I mean, would Punk ever, you know, resurface? And would he ever, you know, is he going to walk out of Ring of Honor with the WWE Championship, like he said? Or was he going to head over to Impact Wrestling? Was he, was, basically, was he going to go to another company with the championship? So to kind of give you guys a story here, um, Cena, if I remember this correctly, just to kind of remember all this in my head, um, CM Punk was, you know, like I said, walked out with the championship, and then the following night, Monday Night Raw, Vince McMahon would go ahead and, you know, say that, you know, CM Punk's name will not be mentioned on on WWE television. He will not be mentioned at all. We're we're not going to think about it. And then I remember one part where uh, there was a tournament to decide who would be the next WWE champion. Rey Mysterio was in the ring. Uh, uh, I think Vince McMahon was about to fire John Cena right on the spot, right there, after what happened. Because as you heard, you know, John Cena, if he didn't walk out with the championship, it it would be fired at the hands of Vince McMahon. But uh, it's so funny how things have changed at the time, you know, because at that time, when just when John Cena, just when John Cena was about to get fired, let me see if I can post this up, if I can. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to put this up on the screen here because um, there was this part. And I want to I want to show it to you right here on this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, where John Cena 
was about to get fired at the hands of at the hands of Vincent Mann. But however, that wouldn't happen. Let's see if we can uh, get right to it here. Okay, here we go. Now, uh, it's going to be hard to hear, but let me see if I can pull this up. Now, uh, I was going to end end the match with this, but I think there should be a conclusion, you know, just to give everyone an idea. So, here we go. Now, here's the part right here. Now, this is what happened uh, after Money in the Bank was over. Uh, it was Monday Night Raw. Mr. Man would reveal uh, something at the very, very end here. This is what I'm talking about. It's going to be hard to hear, so I apologize. Mr. McMahon, you'll never, ever again hear me say that man's name. You people don't get it. You're chanting the name of the biggest ingrate in WWE history. You're chanting the name of a man who, who turned his back on each and every one of you. He walked out on each and every one of you. He walked out on everyone back in that locker room. He walked out on everyone who's ever been in this ring. Don't you get it? That man is nothing more than an egotistical, selfish turd. And there's no man, not that man, no one who's bigger than the WWE. Not Hogan, not Bret Hart, not, not The Rock, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. No one man has ever been or ever will be bigger than the WWE. This is a promotional marketing global juggernaut that cannot be stopped. Which is why here tonight in this ring we will crown a new WWE champion. Putting myself in the world's problems, unfortunately. Eight of Raw's best will compete against each other in an eight-man single elimination tournament. For instance, the master of the 619, Rey Mysterio, takes on the United now uh, we're gonna stop right there because this you know just shows you know what what happened and you know what was gonna take place and everything. But you get the point. Um, Mr. McMahon was pretty much done with John with uh, CM Punk and was no longer gonna mention uh, his name in any way possible. So, um, man, I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> there was I was hoping to pull up one more little thing if if I could bring it up here. Uh, let's see. Can I bring it up? Because the next part I was gonna bring up is with. Um, okay, here we go. I was gonna show the next part. I mean, we showed Mr. McMahon pretty much coming out and saying what he had to say, but he wanted to go ahead and. Okay, here we go. All right, I, and I see what I was looking for right here. So the next part right here that you're about to listen to is the part where Rey Mysterio had advanced in the tournament, right? And he's fixing to go ahead and take on the next opponent. But then all of a sudden, here comes Mr. McMahon, who is getting ready to fire 
John Cena. I'm not going to deny you the opportunity to be WWE Champion. I won't deny the opportunity to Miz either, but we're running out of time and I have to do something that's almost as important as the WWE Championship itself. So I'm going to ask you and Miz to postpone the finals until next week. Apologize. Got something else to do. Don't be selfish, Ray. This is this is bigger than you. Ray Mysterio at the time was wearing a Gene Simmons mask, which is pretty cool. WWE itself that would include Rey Mysterio and certainly would include John Cena as well. No one man is bigger than the WWE. I, I can make a new John Cena. There's no denying the contributions of John, his popularity, the respect that so many people have for John all over the world, his work ethic, and I'd like to thank John for his contributions the WWE. At the same time, I have to make some difficult decisions. Sometimes you have to set an example in business. This is not about my personal ego. It's not about me having to win all the time. It's about business. I do what's right and have for years and years. I do what's right for each and every one of you a business perspective. You know, the sad part is, I mean, that's sometimes actually true. Sometimes you don't even recognize it. Sometimes you're blinded by the short-sightedness. Sometimes when I make decisions, I make them from a long-term standpoint. I'm long-term oriented, and you don't even understand what I'm doing. But in time, you will, and in time, you'll thank me. Well, <laughs> and that was about 10 years ago. Let's get it over with. That's about 10 years ago, and look where we're at now. How crazy is that? Here comes John Cena. Relax, 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 relax. I'm not going to go on a profanity-ridden tirade. You don't need a seven-second delay, Kevin. I'm not going to show my genitalia. I'm not going to talk bad about your family or your company. And I know exactly what you're about to do. And I'm okay with it. Because I'm not gonna have to go through the same things that you made Shawn Michaels go through. Shawn Michaels, the best performer ever to step in this ring. But you made him bend over backwards and for all that he accomplished, for all of his achievements, for years, all they said about HBK was that he screwed Brett. No matter how many championships he won, no matter how many times he stopped the show, he carried that burden. And it began to define him, and he had to take it with him his entire career. And you know what? I thought about that a lot last week, Vince. And I put myself in his shoes. If I was in his shoes, would I want to be the guy who screwed Brett? Would I want to be the guy that screwed CM Punk? 
My answer was no. I knew exactly what was at stake. I asked for the match. It was about you wanting to keep your little bubble intact, your little universe in one piece. Nobody can embarrass Vince McMahon. And to do that, you thought you needed somebody to play ball, and I was going to be your patsy. No way. You wanted the match thrown out. I don't do business like that. You're a businessman. You got your way of doing business. I do my business a certain way. I am not going to play along with that crap because you would have made a WWE championship meaningless. So here's the skinny. I've had a great career here. And he says he can make another one of me. Fine, Vince. Go ahead. Make one. Make ten. I don't care. I'm even giving you some time. You have eight months, give or take a few days, to find another opponent for Dwayne The Rock Johnson at WrestleMania 28. I'm, I'm not an idiot, Vince. You'll do some hocus pocus and you'll find somebody for Dwayne. And WrestleMania will go off without a hitch, as if I was never even here. I get it. Meanwhile, I get to walk out of here with my pride and my dignity. So before we get into the formalities of the big Vince McMahon walk and the whole speech, which I'm gonna let you do, go ahead, it's what they know you for, I just need to tell you something, and I want this to sink in. I love the WWE, and I truly believe I belong here. And man, I hate saying this, but if you're about to tell me that I'm not welcome here, if you're about to, to tell me that I have no other option, I love this. This is what I do. And if you make me walk tonight, then I will walk on someone else's television show and keep doing this, brother. That is no threat. That is a promise. And here's the skinny. There's a lot of people out there that say I do a lot of things. But I prove tonight that one thing I will not do is kiss your ass. of what I'm about to do. No, you're not. As much as it hurts me personally and business-wise to say this, John, Well, wasn't that interesting? So, right, right, as that was about to happen, right as that was about to go down, just as Vincent Mann was just about to go ahead and fire John Cena, out comes Triple H. Hmm. Why would Triple H come out for? Hmm. That's a very, very good question here. Uh, let's see what we can do to play that one, if you will. Uh, there is one thing I want to do, just to get this out of the way here. Alright. Now, I must apologize for this because I'm about to uh, turn this on real quick. Power on. You hear it? You hear it? Bluetooth. Bluetooth and... And... Bluetooth connected. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you're hearing right there right now. Alright, so let's get to the next part right here where Triple H had just came out. And uh, looks like uh, Mr. McMahon was about to fire, was about to fire John Cena until Triple H shows up. And Triple H shows up. Why is he here? 
Why did he show up for? Here is why. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, one of the all-time greats, my son-in-law as well, Triple H! Triple H with a little bit of a despondent look on his face. Vince, sorry I got here as quickly as I could. There was a board of directors meeting this morning. The board asked me to come here to talk to you. They're concerned about the current situation. Can we just go talk about this in the back, please? I tried to get out here, Vince, before you came to the ring, but I didn't make it. More specifically, the board is concerned about you. Don't get me wrong, they completely understand you have built a global empire. All of this, every single bit of it, is because of you and your vision. That's a given. But at the same point in time, Vince, the board is concerned about your extremely questionable, their term, their words, extremely questionable decisions as of late. Vince, the board has asked me to come here to tell you that they have filed an injunction against you with a vote of no confidence. And Vince, the family agrees. On top of that, Vince, the board has appointed someone to take over the day-to-day -day operations of the WWE. I can't even believe I'm gonna say this, but Vince, it's me. Vince, you're not going to fire John Cena. You're not going to be doing anything else. That you taught me from day one. From day one, that nobody is bigger than this business. Nobody. And this is just business. I can't even believe I'm going to say this and believe, Vince, this is with all due respect. I am here to inform you that Vince, you are relieved of your duties. This is so crazy because it basically, he, he was basically fired by his own son-in-law. And, and I'm watching this, Vince is crying, you know? Actually, the crowd saying, no, na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye. <laughs> Crazy. Please understand, I did not want to do this. I'm trying to do what's right for the business. Look at me. Look at me.
I love you, Pop. And I'm sorry. And that was just... I was, it was pretty sad to see that, but... You know, watching that and, you know, remembering how all that went down, you know, you know, Vince McMahon was about to fire John Cena, and then all of a sudden here comes Triple H, who was appointed by the board, you know, saying that he's going to be the CEO, the CEO of WWE, so that, that was pretty crazy in itself, you know, so... Right around at the time, and just kind of, because we're going to conclude uh, this episode with uh, what I know. Um, the next part that I remembered uh, was, let's see, Triple H was appointed the COO of WWE, and Vince McMahon would be relieved of his duties, but as you all know, that didn't really last long, as you can tell. So, Triple H was appointed the new COO, Rey Mysterio had a matchup against um, had a matchup against uh, the Miz for the WWE Championship, and then all of a sudden, uh, John Cena would be move. Uh, I guess he had a match too, and he would face off against John Cena or CM. Uh, let me see if I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to remember how all this went down. Let's see. Miz had a match with. Um, Okay, this is what I remember. So Miz had a match with Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio would become the WWE champion for the first time in his career. That same night, he would face off against the WWE champion. Oh, oh, no. He would be the WWE champion. I'm sorry. Rey Mysterio would be the WWE champion when he defeated the Miz, and he would later defend the championship against John Cena. So John Cena would face off against Rey Mysterio at the end of the night the following week, right? So, not the following, well, okay. This is all a bit confusing, but I remember this shit quite well. So, let's see. The following week, Triple H was a COO, right? Miz would have his match with Rey Mysterio. Miz would lose. Rey Mysterio would win and become the WWE Champion. Just like that. <coughs> and then on that same night, Rey Mysterio would defend his championship against John Cena. And at the end of the night, John Cena would win the WWE Championship. So CM Punk... Oh, I'm sorry. So Triple H would make all these decisions, right? He would... He brought back good old JR because that was part of the deal. Uh, he even brought back John Morrison at the time and everything else like that. And, of course, John Cena would receive his championship. And that means... And it's so funny that John Cena would lose the WWE Championship to CM Punk at Money in the Bank and then would basically get his championship back from Rey Mysterio. But here's the part where everything just got completely crazy. Punk was away from the WWE for about maybe two weeks, if not three weeks, away from the WWE because he was fired. We thought he was done. But the story doesn't end there. Let's get to this part right here, and this is also going to conclude this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast with Cena and CM Punk. Here is John Cena 
winning the WWE Championship from Rey Mysterio, and Cena would get a big surprise. What a victory for John Cena. What a heartbreak for Rey Mysterio. But that's what this is all about. That's how much the WWE Championship means. There's nothing more prize in sports. right around July uh, 26 of 2011 so CM Punk would come back um, and just kind of you know you know brief you in on what happened I mean most of you guys have an idea of what happened and others that don't so CM Punk comes back and um, he immediately goes ahead and um, he immediately goes ahead and um, uh, what you call it I'm sorry. He immediately goes ahead and um, comes in with the championship in his possession. CM Punk has the WWE Championship in his hands. And all of a sudden, like, um, 
CM Punk would go in this feud with John Cena. Champion versus champion. First time that the WWE Championship... Two, two WWE Championships, you know, champions respectively, facing off against each other one-on-one for the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. That took place, you know, right around, you know... Let me see if... Um, sorry, there was one thing I was going to conclude this with because... <laughs> oh man, I was trying to so funny. I'm trying I was trying to look into into this whole thing, but uh I keep getting the, the shuffle around or whatever. But anyways, um <laughs> I was just looking into some stuff. But anyways, um so Punk comes back like I said, and these two would have a match at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship, both WWE Championships. Uh, CM Punk, I believe, retained his championship, and then Kevin Nash, all of a sudden, you know, uh, got involved, you know, uh, for some odd reason, uh, there was a bunch of stuff that happened, um, uh, a mystery behind that, if you will, and, uh, you know, there's really nothing else to talk about other than that, but, uh, anyways, um, so, the conclusion, the end to this whole thing with with CM Punk and with what happened and, and everything. Uh, let's see. You know, right now, I'm just trying to look into a couple of other things here. Um, I think that's it right there. <laughs> okay, so let me... Um, Yeah, I was just I was trying trying to find a way to conclude this episode right now because so Money in the Bank comes to an end, great match. CM Punk would leave the company, and then all of a sudden he would come back about a couple of weeks later, holding on to the WWE championship. John Cena would have his championship, they would compete against each other at SummerSlam and so forth, and then we know how the end of the story goes. So with that being said, you know, all I could say about what took place was it was a tremendous end um you know like i said you, you don't see anything like that anymore in wwe um you know nowadays you know you, when you get guys like like drew mcintyre and bobby lashley and roman reigns i mean these are these are your biggest top stars and everything else like that and a lot of people have asked me i mean what would happen if cm punk were to were to really come back to the wwe would it actually happen to me? Would he, would he actually show up in WWE? And would he actually have a match with Roman Reigns? Or would he have a would he have a match with Bobby Lashley? Would he have a match with any of these guys? Would he would he come back to the ring? My thought of it is, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I think um, his tenure at WWE was great. He held on to the championship for more than what four hundred and four hundred and twelve days or thirteen days as champion. Is that right? He he had a great run. He had a great run and everything. So, you know, to quote this, I think um, Money in the Bank was tremendous. Love the pay-per-view. And uh, go, out, go out of your way and get an opportunity to watch it on Peacock if you can. Uh, I know that I'll be watching this matchup over and over again if I have the opportunity. So, 
Go to Peacock, check out Money in the Bank 2011, check out CM Punk vs. John Cena. I'm sure you'll like it. I'm about to conclude this episode, but before I conclude it, I wanted to show you guys something before we go ahead and go. And uh, the promo that pretty much started it all, and I want to go ahead and play it for you right now. Leaving, but I'm afraid we're going to hear more from Punk. You might recognize this promo. John Cena, while you you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am. And that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. You're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne, though. He's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I am the best wrestler in the world. I've been the best ever since day one when I walked into this company and I've been vilified and hated since that day because Paul Heyman saw something in me that nobody else wanted to admit. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar. And he split, just like I'm splitting, but the biggest difference between me and Brock is I'm going to leave with the WWE Championship. I've grabbed so many of Vincent K. McMahon's imaginary brass rings that it's finally dawned on me that they're just that, they're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real is me, and the fact that day in and day out, for almost six years, I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. And yet, no, how many, no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your lovely little collector cups. I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted. I don't get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network. I'm not on the poster WrestleMania. I'm not in the signature that's produced at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien, I'm not on Jimmy Fallon, but the fact of the matter is I should be, and trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne 
is in the main event of WrestleMania next year, and I'm not makes me sick. Oh, and hey, let, let me get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are just the biggest part of me leaving as anything else. Because you're the ones that are sipping out of those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at 5 in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job. I'm leaving with the WWE Championship on July 17th, and hell, who knows, maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? The reason I'm leaving is you people, because after I'm gone, you're still gonna pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's gonna keep turning, and I understand that. But Vince McMahon's gonna make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical, yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's gonna tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is, it's, it's gonna get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? Do we do this whole bully camp? It's so funny how, you know, that the promo, the the stuff that happened 10 years ago was amazing with CM Punk and it was it was truly an amazing time and I love what I saw with CM Punk and I love I love some of the things that he did in the ring and as far as I'm concerned, you know, to me, even though it's 2021, he is still in my eyes and the eyes of many the best wrestler in the world. There are some people that will argue that point there are others that will agree but one thing's for certain one thing's for certain the match with CM Punk versus John Cena is definitely legendary legendary in so many ways John Cena still one of the greatest of all time still one of the best that the WWE has to offer we no doubt will see John Cena sometime in the near future. And the rumor has it that we could see John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam in 2021 at SummerSlam. But nothing has been confirmed. But we will see what happens. As far as CM Punk goes, CM Punk is doing tremendously well for himself. Doing okay, and I know a lot of fans are still going to clamor on to the point, oh, well, CM Punk will come back to the ring. CM Punk will come back to the ring. CM Punk will come back to the ring. The whole point of it, guys, look, let's just leave Punk alone and let's enjoy what he was. Because as far as I'm concerned, Punk is still the best wrestler in the world. That will never, ever change. 
But like I said before, guys, if you want to check out Money in the Bank 2011, go over to the Peacock streaming service and look for it and see the entire match itself. If you want to see the whole event, see the whole event as you can. I'm the main event player, the Super C Kid, Furman Torres, coming back at you. God among gods, the king among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch, walking God's green earth. This is going to conclude the part one, part two episode of Money in the Bank from 2011, CM Punk versus John Cena. Hope you have enjoyed the match. Hope you have enjoyed all the promos that I showed. I'll see you next time with another great episode. And main event weekend is not over yet. We still got Slammiversary, and we still got Money in the Bank happening this Sunday live on the Peacock streaming service on pay-per-view and on the Peacock network. Get an opportunity to check it out. Subscribe to the Main Event Talk podcast right here on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is you find, your favorite podcast. Follow the Main Event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at Main Event Player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player. You can also find out some more info on what goes on in professional wrestling on facebook.com slash at real main event talk. Find out the latest info and the results of all the matches that will take place on Slammiversary, on Money in the Bank, and whatever event comes along. And of course, if you want a friend request me on Facebook, as I always say, proceed at your own risk. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Main event weekend is not over yet, guys. We still got one more day left. And one more day will conclude with the aftermath of Slammiversary and the aftermath of Money in the Bank 2021. In the meantime, thank you for listening. And I will see you next time in another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Do I have everybody's attention now?
Your country can do for you.